what's going on everybody welcome today is thursday it's march 2nd 2023 my name is jeremy and this here this is my first cup how are you good morning what's happening how was your wednesday what are you looking forward to with thursday we've got another episode of martial arts radio <sighs> we have stuff to talk about well i hope we have stuff to talk about i hope you have stuff to talk about i want to hear it you guys have been quiet the last few days who is here good morning to nathan and frank and andy and mark and all the rest of you out there what whether you are watching you probably know what i'm about to say live later or listening thank you for being here i appreciate you spending some of your morning with me good morning dennis Dennis is saying happy friday eve peeps it's almost time to buy the actual peeps which i will not be buying good morning jenny you peeps i feel like we talked about peeps not that long ago good morning brian Look at everybody rolling in. I appreciate you all being here. Well, it is Thursday, and that means we have another episode of Martial Arts Radio. And I'm trying to remember what today is. What What is this episode? Hmm. Let me look. Let's see how cooperative my phone is going to be to have YouTube and Twitch going at the same time. Yes, I still do load up Twitch. Um, what is today's episode? Come on now. Oh, it's the fourth Martial Arts Word Association. I don't know if you've been checking these out. I know that they're they're fun, and on the surface they may seem a little less uh, substantive. But you get a, a much more, let's call it raw, view into my brain and how I connect dots, how I think about things. And some of the stuff that's come out of these episodes I've actually found very insightful which I know sounds, probably comes across arrogant. That's not how I mean it. It's that sometimes you just start talking and you put thoughts together that you wouldn't have done so otherwise. It's a strategy that some people use when they are, um, helping people get over mental blocks. And you've probably seen it on TV. It's something that they use in cop shows, right? Like, uh, well, you know, what color are your shoes? Well, wh where did you go to school? What about this? And then they ask the poignant question. So they get them in the habit of answering these questions very rapidly and then say something. Uh, I didn't mean to say that. Well, you did. Uh, you just wish you hadn't. Oh. Jenny says, I'll buy peeps, but I won't eat them until they go stale. Oh. Frank says, a box of Gulengau arrived in the mail yesterday. I'm trying to prepare for the hot summer. Guessed it to me last summer. I don't know what that is, but it must be Chinese. <laughs> Kelly says, she finally finished the new U.S. Census. I seem to always be one of the lucky ones randomly selected. Jenny says stale peeps are the best peeps. Doesn't that indicate a problem? If a food gets better, a food, I use that term very loosely, if it gets better when it's stale, 
Doesn't that suggest that you should not eat it at all ever? Huh. Frank says at the store I work at, we have kettle flavored peeps, like kettle corn. Or just, you know, rusty iron cauldron flavor, because that would probably be an improvement. The only thing peeps are good for is microwaving. All they're good for. I forgot to put sweetener in my tea. <laughs> I love picking on all of you. You are my friends. This is how I show love. So tell me about your yesterday. My yesterday was very interesting. So did the things I had to do in the morning, did the books. Uh, Andrew and I had a call about all in weekend. Holy cow. Oh, by the way, it's still snowing for like the fourth day straight. Um, we had a great call about all in weekend, laid out a whole bunch of stuff. Those of you who are going, you are in for a treat. This it's yeah. We knocked it out of the park last year. This is going to be even better. I'm super excited. I really am. I'm genuinely, genuinely excited for this event. Um, let's see. What else can I say about that? There's an email that will go out to all of you in the next probably week or two about a few things. So stay tuned for that. Ooh. What else? Nope, that's it there. Uh, and then I had a call with one of my clients, my Wednesday client. And then from there, I went and I had a... When I've been talking to you, I've been loosely referring to it as a doctor's appointment. It's not doctor in, in the sense that I'm, there's anything wrong with me. Just, it's a, a network chiropractic, if, if you know what that is. And I came off the table after my session yesterday, and I was just so foggy. And just energy had just was all over the place. And I sat up, and I was like, ugh. And I had planned to go and work at a coffee shop, and I did, and I sat there, and sat for about an hour and a half, got a little bit of work done, not much, because I could not, I couldn't focus. It was so interesting. And some time outside in the cold and walking around doing a couple errands helped. But man, I, I lost, I lost like hours yesterday from that. And, and I'm assuming it was worth it. We will find out. Today's a little bit more chaotic today. It's a Thursday, so it's stacked with meetings. I've got a new client. Our first meeting is today. And yeah, it just, I think there's like seven or eight meetings going today. It's kind of crazy, but it's all good stuff. I like doing my work. How about you? What did you do? Kelly says about Jenny's comment regarding stale peeps reminds me of a story about my daughter who is quite brilliant and always has been. But years ago, when she was about 10, she came running downstairs in tears, telling me she thought she was going to die. 
She found one of her old projects that was made with mini marshmallows and for some unknown reason decided to eat them, then panicked. Yeah, because we tell kids that marshmallows are supposed to be the consistency of the ones in Lucky Charms, which are... Uh, never liked Lucky Charms. You would, oh, you would have ate cereal. I didn't like that cereal. Just ugh, gritty and gross. Nope, not my jam. Not my John. Is there anything else to share? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I want more from you guys. Talk to me. What's going on? Throw me the, the likes and the thumbs ups and the hearts on whatever platform you're watching, please. Mark says magically delicious. Yeah, um I don't know about that. Jenny says, those things in Lucky Charms are not marshmallows. But we tell kids they are. And there probably are marshmallows. There are probably very stale marshmallows. And the fact that we teach kids, oh, this if, if your marshmallow is this consistency, you should eat it for breakfast. I mean, I don't know if this played a part in Kelly's daughter's situation. You know, breakfast cereals are such an interesting thing. That there are all these things that we we put in a box and we... <laughs> And we have deluded ourselves that this is a good thing to have for breakfast. And it's just not. It's a terrible idea. Lots of carbs in the form of refined carbohydrates and sugars and colors and everything. And there's no way that... I mean, what, what happens when you eat that stuff? How do you feel? And then we're doing that, sending kids off and expecting them to learn? It's a terrible idea. Kelly says, I understand that feeling. I see a massage therapist for one and a half hours. I always feel like I've been run over by a Mack truck and can't think and have to crash. I don't know if people go back to work afterwards. And see, this isn't, it's not massage. It's energy work. And it's never been like this before. I usually feel invigorated and, and alive, alert. And this time, just what she was working on, just, I passed out. I, I really did. I, I, I slept while she was working on me. Jenny says, those marshmallows turn powdery as you bite them. That's beyond stale. That's nuclear waste. Maybe that's how they're getting rid of it. Very small amounts in our cereal. Frank doesn't have to do carts anymore. Cool. Kelly says, I love Lucky Charms. There was a time, don't know if you still can, but could buy just the marshmallows. Oh my God. None of you were allowed to cater anything for me, ever. No, no catering. You will not be in charge of the food. You show up and it's a cereal bar. It's just all the grossest cereals. The cer you know the cereal that I love that I think my mother and I agreed on most was Kix? Is that even still around? It was corn. So in hindsight, a little better than all the wheat stuff and less sweet than a lot of it because they put the sugar on the outside where you could taste it instead of just mixing it in with everything. It's really silly. Holy cow. 
Tommy says, can't do the Lucky Charms. <laughs> Jenny says, you ate my food and didn't die. Not yet. <sighs> All righty. Feel free. Let me know what's going on with your day today. Drop it in the chat. But we're going to switch gears here. Thank you to Frank, who I'm always happy when you are in in the chat, my friend, for all the work that you do on the show and giving us stuff to talk about. Thank you to Josh for our theme song. And thank you to Denise for all the audio stuff that you do. Kelly says, so apparently it's embarrassed my kids morning. Asked my son what he wanted for breakfast. He said, lucky charms, not the unlucky kind. I said, what was the unlucky one? He said, one without marshmallows. And Jenny says, yes, kicks are still around. One of Lilith's favorites. I think I've had one box of cereal in this house. Actually, no, that's not true. Once in a while, if like corn checks or something goes on sale, I've bought that. But I've probably had half a dozen boxes of cereal in this house in the 10 years I've lived here. My nephew stayed and we went to the grocery store to grab things because I knew he wasn't going to eat the way I ate at the time. He was like 12, 13. I said, all right, what do you want for breakfast? Because he was going to be here two nights. And he picked out something, something disgusting. <laughs> and I tried to eat it. I couldn't eat it. And ultimately, whatever he had left, I threw away because I couldn't eat it. I tried. Jenny says, it's always embarrass your kids day, or should I say embarrass our kids day? Because I have no problem throwing my kids under that bus as well. Buying cereal is so hard now. A whole aisle of cereals now. I remember when options were about quarter the size. That's one of the perks of parenting, uh, throwing your kids under the bus. Uh, oatmeal is about it for Tommy. Irish cut. I don't mind oatmeal. But oatmeal, I don't know, I've, I've pretty much given up on carbs in the morning. If you've read 12 Months to Health, I, I do some explaining why. And it continues to work. There, there's really something different about your day when you start it with fat. All right. Where's the stuff Frank goes? There it is. Let's chat it about it. Today, we've got some quotes from Irma Bombeck. Given another shot at life, I would seize every minute, look at it and really see it, live it, and never give it back. Stop sweating the small stuff. Don't worry about who doesn't like you, who has more, or who's doing what. Instead, let's cherish the relationships we have with those who do love us. Uh, rather appropriate that I have this mug today, isn't it? Do what you can with what you have where you are. Or as I like to say, where you're at. Doesn't mean you don't push. It doesn't mean you don't challenge. It doesn't mean you don't want for more and fight for more. But it means that you have gratitude for what you do have. And so many of us invest a stupid amount of time on what we don't have 
not even in such a way that we're working towards getting things that we don't have that we might want, but just complaining about them, complaining about people. How many people, I mean, truly, how many people do you think spend time watching television, watching shows where the primary benefit they get out of watching that show is pointing at things and saying, you know, I wish I had that life. I wish I had this sort of house, car, relationship. I wish I was whatever. Pretty much the only thing you can do that doesn't help you get there is sitting on the couch watching the show. Nearly anything else would actually help you. And it makes me sad. And this is the, the heart of what I do with my consulting work, whether it's martial arts schools or not. It's let's get you moving forward. Where are you trying to go? Let's get you there. Let's not complain about it. Let's not focus on the negatives. Let's focus on what you can do. Tommy doesn't eat oatmeal for breakfast. When do you eat oatmeal? Interesting. Kelly says that Andy, her husband, that's fun to say, uh, it's oatmeal every day, maple sugar flavored. I can't do oatmeal, it looks gross. Tennis says oatmeal in cookie form is the absolute shizzle. Well, I don't, I don't hate an oatmeal cookie. So there's a, uh, a newer martial arts school client who's come on and, and like a lot of the schools that come that I start working with, this person has been bummed out, feeling, feeling a bit defeated. And what's the first thing we started working on? What can you do? And we came out of our first call, bunch of little stuff and, you know, challenging him. And, and I want to, I want to word this carefully because I don't want to betray his confidence. Um, I doubt any, I don't think any of you know him, but I'll, it, He's a martial artist, so there's an off chance he would show up here, and I don't want him to be embarrassed. But what's been really interesting in the last couple of weeks since we started is I'm getting texts saying, I just had a new sign-up. I just had another new sign-up. Because he's showing up differently to the world. When we start following our own path, we give other people permission to follow theirs when we put in the work to whatever it is, we model that behavior for others. And that's why it's so important as a martial arts instructor to do things in front of your students, to demonstrate that form, to get in there and spar with your students when it's possible, to show them how you want things done. And I think just as, if not more importantly, show them what you're working on because you're not perfect either. And that gives them permission to not be perfect and keep working. Thank you. Kelly says, congratulations to your new client. Trying to get him in the mastermind. We'll see. We'll see if he jumps in. He, he would be great in that group with, with you all. Uh, yeah. All right. What's our next quote from Miss, Mrs. From Irma. <laughs> we'll call her Irma. I don't know her on that, on that level, but I'm going to call her Irma. It seemed rather incongruous that in a society of super sophisticated communication, 
we often suffer from a shortage of listeners. And here we have Frank throwing me a quote that is almost a tongue twister this morning. It's a good thing I've woken up a bit. It seemed rather incongruous that in a society of super sophisticated communication, we often suffer from a shortage of listeners. Most people don't listen to understand. They listen to respond. It's one of my least favorite qualities in people is you'll be talking to them and you can, you can see it because it, 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 they're, they don't want to hear you. They don't want to hear the end of your thought. They're waiting for you to pause long enough that they can jump in and try to dominate the conversation. This happens often when it's a sensitive subject or something that people are passionate about. And as you know, I love having conversations about sensitive subjects, about with people who are passionate about those subjects. But when I find someone does this, it usually means that they're not open-minded. They don't want to have a conversation. They want to yell at you, sometimes quietly, right? It's not always, to me, yelling isn't always volume. It's the, it's the tone, it's the intent. I don't need people to tell me their, what they think, but I'll have a discussion with them about what they think. And listening requires a lot of effort. It, it takes work. And it's something that I think is really valuable as a skill that we don't spend time on. You know, I had a, a conversation with a, a newer friend, somebody that I met when I was in Mexico. We were on the phone just chatting a few days ago. And I don't want to put this. No, I'm not going to share that. That's really private. But the short of it was there was a question, right? Good listening requires questions. Active listening, you've probably heard that term. And the active listening really was impressive. It dug deep such that it made me feel really valued. And it's something I think we all could do a better job at. And it's something we can do as martial artists and improve the culture of a school. If you're an instructor and the beginning and end of your of what you know about your students is their rank, their name, their age, you're missing out on an opportunity. No, you probably can't get to know every single one thoroughly, especially when they're younger ranks. But I would challenge all of you ask personal questions and, and personal doesn't have to be inappropriate or sensitive. It, it can just tell me about your job. What do you do during the day? Or if it's somebody younger, what's your favorite subject in school? Get to know them, make them feel valued. The more that they feel valued and part of the community, the family that you put together in your school, the more they're going to stick around. People don't want to leave their family unless their family is unhealthy. How do you, Keep the family healthy, make sure people feel valued, heard, seen, however you want to term it. <laughs> Kelly says there's a partner drill that you can do. It's having one partner talk for five minutes and the other partner can't reply, but has to just listen and then reverse roles. 
students love it and are surprised when I notice they get a haircut. Nice. Hmm. Frank, I acknowledge that comment. I'm not going to read that on here. Jenny says the culture of Craig school comes to mind on this topic. Absolutely there. And, and this isn't meant as a disparaging comment of anybody else's school, but the person I know who does the best job building culture is Craig. And this is why Craig and I partnered to do the, to do Matic, to do the martial arts teacher training and certification because he crushes that. All right. Our last Irma Bombeck quote for today. There are people who put their dreams in a little box and say, yes, I've got dreams. Of course I've got dreams. Then they put the box away and bring it out once in a while to look at it. And yep, they're still there. These are great dreams, but they never even get out of the box. It takes an uncommon amount of guts to put your dreams on the line, to hold them up and say, how good or how bad am I? That's where courage comes in. If you know anything about me, you know, this is what I do. If there's something I want, I get it. What do I have to do to get it? There is nothing unavailable to me. Maybe it's unavailable right now, but if I want it bad enough, I'll have it. The things that we are doing at Whistlekick, people said couldn't be done. Most of my life has been rooted in doing things people said couldn't be done or shouldn't be done. Even as far back as when I was in eighth grade, I had I was accelerated in math and had to go to the high school for math. Well, how are we going to get him there? Oh, he can walk. No, he can't walk. My mother didn't want me to walk. It wasn't that far, but um, well, I get, it's snowing even harder now. It's crazy. I guess we can have a bus bring him. So for an entire academic year. I was bused from the middle school to the high school for math. Great. But what I think is even better about it is the next year they did it for somebody else. That door was opened. It couldn't be done, but then it was done for me and for others. And how many other things are like that? Until we see somebody do it, we don't know what's possible. And don't underestimate the effect the things you do have in that way. How many people look to you, your family, your friends at work, martial arts school, whatever the dynamic. And if they see you reaching for your goals, if they see you charging forward, if they see you accomplishing things that are important to you, you give them implicit permission to do the same. And doesn't that make the world better? There's yet another way that what we do as martial artists makes the world better as people progress, as they tackle these movements, these forms, whatever, break these boards that they don't think they can do. They accomplish that goal, whatever it is. And others watching see you do that. Now they can accomplish their goals. Yeah. Kelly says, good for your mom having your back. She always did. Go check out that episode of Martial Arts Radio. We're an association for, and remember, if you have words and they're starting to get really silly and weird that you want to give to Andrew to try and, and I guess, stump me 
is an interesting way to think of it. Uh, you can reach out to him. And if you don't have his contact information, you can let me know and I will put you in touch. Don't send me the words because I don't want to know them ahead of time. That's half the fun for me. Actually, that's most of the fun for me. If you like what we do, remember you got lots of ways you can support us. We've got a Patreon and you can join it. Patreon.com slash whistlekick. Uh, constantly putting some stuff up there and always open to more. If there's other stuff that you want, if there's stuff that you say, oh, Jeremy, it'd be cool if we could do this in Patreon. I'm, I'm all ears. Let me know. It's a collection of merch and behind the scenes and bonus content and the school owner's mastermind. Lots of great stuff in there. You can also make a purchase using the code FIRSTCUP15. saves you 15%. And we've got the family page, whistlekick.com slash family. All the things you can do to help us in our mission to connect, educate, and entertain. Sometimes some discounts, behind the scenes, lots of cool stuff in there. Check it out. What's in there specifically? I'm not telling you anything more. I hope you have a fantastic day. I appreciate you being here. And I will see you tomorrow for our Friday show. Take care, everybody. Peace. Peace.